Well, as many of you have called in today uh, to discuss about what happened with the Gator track teams, uh, you, you kind of run out of superlatives. Uh, but it's my pleasure to bring in the head track coach, Mike Holloway, to talk about what his teams have accomplished. Mouse, I don't know where to start, dude. I mean, first of all, congratulations. I guess that's the best place to start. But folks have called here just you know, gushing and, and saying what a great feat it was. You were there. You saw your kids perform. What what'd you think of, of what they did and what they accomplished? I mean, obviously, first of all, thank you sure. to everyone who's you know, saying congratulations. And, I mean, it, it was just a byproduct of what I saw all year in practice, and especially during the, the taper to the championships. And um, just an incredible group of young people who had incredible focus. And, um, you know, our plan when we started the year, I honestly thought we could win all four, being both indoor and outdoor on both sides. We just had some injuries indoors that prevented us from challenging for it. But, um, it all came together, came to fruition outdoors, and it's just a testament to, you know, the athletes, the staff, the support staff, and everybody involved. I mean, look, it comes down to recruiting. You know that. And then, you know, what, what the kids do. But, you know, you the resiliency, your kids are, you know, tough. Uh, they perform at the highest level on the biggest stage. I guess that starts with the kids you recruit, as you said, Mouse, but I mean, you, you said you saw this coming. You thought th- that you could win all four of them. That's amazing to me. <laughs> well, I mean, first, I mean, but you know me well, and those are the expectations I put upon myself. You sure do. Year. And when I, you know, when Jeremy hired before both of these positions, I promised him that we were going to be an excellent program that challenged for championships every year. And I don't. There's no reason why we shouldn't. And you know. It's athletics. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have bad luck every now and then. But if we're doing our job and recruiting at a high level and coaching at the level we're capable of, we should challenge every year. And with the group of athletes we have on this campus right now, you know, it would have been a letdown if we didn't go in and perform, perform the way we did because we, you know, we're, we're that talented right now. We are. Take us inside. Let, let's start with the women, Mike. Let, let's take us inside as to what you were seeing unfold there. When did you think – you know, hey, we, I mean, you knew going in you had a shot, obviously, but did everything sort of go the way you thought it would go en route to that championship? I mean, again, like, it's athletic, so and never, never, nothing ever goes perfect, right? Right. But as things unfolded, I think it started for me with the women, honestly, on Wednesday with the qualifying, you know, with how well Tweet and Luke, the 800 meter girls looked really, uh, looked really good. Um, we got a bonus, and Vanessa Watson got in the final of the 400 hurdles. Nobody expected that. You know, Anna did, did what Anna does and broke the school record. So um, we saw the momentum gathering there. And then on the off day for the women, the women's hep starts with, on the final day of the men. And it was fun to watch the women in the heptathlon feed off of the energy from the men's team that day. Um, you know, people didn't notice. Like, Joseph won the 200, and – 20 minutes later, Anna and Sterling both run, run the 200 and a half tackle they both PR. And you know, there's there's a clip of uh, Sterling walking behind Joseph in an interview, giving him, you know, uh, you know, being teammates and congratulating each other. So, um, and then on Saturday, it, uh, I, I probably, I mean, we, we talk about, we have these, what we call Gator Hours in track and field, where, you know, we're just kind of either in the middle of the pack or not on the scoreboard at all, and then an hour later, we're winning the meet 
and the women had one of those hours on Saturday. You know, it started with Talit. Talitha was the, the trigger this time, winning the 400 and breaking the school record, and um, did it just roll from there? You kind of touched on this, but I want you to elaborate a little bit, if you would, Mouse, because you said mm-hmm. you know one team kind of feeds off the other. Has, has that always been the case with these guys? That I mean, they always pull for each other, but you, you get I get the real sense that they really do feed off of the accomplishments of the other. Well, absolutely, and I think that the women winning indoors and kind of getting that monkey off our back, you know, it's, it's been 30 years, and the girls start talking about it being a curse of some kind, which is, is comical to me, but if that's what it took for them to believe we needed to get it done, I'm, I'm all for it. But you know, we, we are a very close-knit group. You know, I preach family. I preach togetherness, and they do feed off of each other. It was fun to, you know, watch the, the men stand off to the side and watch the women pick up their trophy and see the smiles on their faces. They were genuinely very, very happy for the, for the, for the women. And it was also when we got back to the we had to send the women back to the hotel because they had to compete the next day. When the men won, the women were very happy when we got back to the hotel as well. So, and, and I hope you can explain this to the maybe people who don't understand track. Uh, a lot of it. It, to, to succeed is getting people to score points for you. Now, on the women's side mm-hmm. you know, and the men's side, too, you had a lot of people be able to do that. That just kind of looks to the depth of your team. But isn't that the key, you know, getting as many people possible to get your points? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the thing that um, is kind of going to be confusing for track and field. It's viewed as an individual sport. But what we've been able to do and what I've been able to cultivate is the thought of, okay, we're an individual sport in people's minds we're a team. So when you're out there, you're representing the University of Florida, you're representing yourself, you're representing, representing the, your teammates. And so, you know, like even in a competition, you know, somebody gets hurt, you turn to somebody, hey, your brother or your sister just went down, let's pick them up, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's definitely a family atmosphere, and we definitely fight hard for each other every day. You know, I can't imagine doing this, but if Anna Hall is doing the heptathlon, <laughs> oh, excuse me, I'm going to go in the 400 meters. Is that normal? No, there's nothing normal about Anna. And Anna's maybe the most driven human I've ever been around in my life. And she she loves the challenge. And that was all her idea. When she first said it to me, I laughed. Like, I thought she was playing. And then she was like, no, coach, I'm very <laughs> serious. And yeah. I'm like, well, I would want to run the hurdles in the middle of the, the, the multi-event. And she said, well, I can do it. And, you know, she you know she had talked to Coach Walty about it and, um, we sat down and talked through it. I said, well, let me let me think about it. And I guess it's now my job to put the training model together so that we'll be ready for it. And after a few um, training sessions where we, we mimicked what might happen at the, at the meet, you know, we, our estimate was she was going to have 21 minutes rest between the time she crossed the line in the Florida hurdles until she started the 800 and the heptathlon. And it had been exactly 21 minutes and 16 seconds. So the plan was good. And I know you don't like, you know, you, you're all about team as you always have been. But, you know, sometimes her performance and then Fambale too. I mean, my goodness, uh, you know, 100 meters, you know, run, run an anchor. I mean, again, uh, here's a guy who is willing to do whatever it takes to help his team win. Yeah, and I think that, again, that's what's required. You know, in our sport, you have to have the, you know, the, the superstar, let's call it. You have to have the person that's, you know, the, the face or whatever, but you can't do it without the supporting cast as well. And you know, so, like, you have Joe on the men's side, but then you have Champion Allison and Ryan Willie and, and the relays. And so, you know, and that's how you win the meet. You know, Dedek Vanover scores in the 100 on the women's side. You you kind of have this three-headed monster 
um, with Anna, Jasmine, and Tulipa Diggs, and then everybody else builds around that. And you know, how about the performance of you know our, our, our redshirt freshman Parker Lobby? Never been to the NCAA meet before. She goes there and she's second. Yeah. And was fighting like crazy trying to win the thing. So, and again, I think that speaks to the passion of the of, of, of what we've built here. And um, you know, like John Anderson asked me. You know, like, like, how does this happen? I mean, it's, it's what we do. This has been going on for a long time. And, you know, just look at the men. You know, we haven't been outside the top four in 13 years on the men's side. So that's kind of scary when you think about it. And I didn't, honestly, I didn't realize that until John Anderson told me that. So it wasn't like I was sitting around counting it, but um, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, all right, last question. And I, I hope I asked this the right way, my friend. You know, you okay. every coach talks culture. Every coach talks, you know, I want to build that. But in your mind, where does that start? Does it start in the recruiting of the athlete? Where does that start in Mike Holloway's mind in building team culture? It starts with me. I mean, I can't preach something that I'm not living. I can't preach something that I'm not teaching. And I think that that's sometimes something that some people lose sight of that. I want to build this culture. I want people to be a certain way and act a certain way, but they don't act that way themselves. And so it starts with me. It starts with me reminding them, reminding my staff and everybody else associated with the program of this is how, this is who we are. This is how we operate. And if, if I falter, then, then, then the culture falters. And what happens is this has been going on for so long here. Now the, the upperclassmen are teaching the freshmen, Hey guys, we don't do that. You know, Hey ladies, we don't do that. So, um, again, I think it starts with me, and it starts with you know me having that vision. But then I, I have to teach them to, to have that vision, but then also teach them how to uphold the vision as well. Uh, one thing that this guy didn't say is that this is the eleventh national championship for Mike Holloway. Eleven, that that actually, number. Actually, it's 12. 12? Okay. That's right, because I forgot the other one. That's right. It is 12. Thank you for that. Um, I, can, I can't add. Um, 10 yeah, plus I, I just didn't want your fan base to start bombarding you. Oh, thank you. Believe me. Thank you. I just can't add. That's why I'm a broadcaster. I can't add. My daughter might have been calling you, hey, that's 12. And I would have deserved it. So thank you for the correction. But I, I think, welcome, but, but 12, 11, 12, 13, whatever, you know the point I was making. Um, that's yes, really not easy to do. And you have done that. Congratulations to you and your teams for doing that. And uh, we will talk. Thank you very much for doing this. Thank you for having me on, Steve. It's always a pleasure. My you man. got it, Coach. Thank you.